Okay, everybody, welcome to To The Ring Podcast. We have a great interview set up today, Puff. Do yes, you know we who? do. Uh, yes, I do. Well, I do. I am aware of who we <laughs> Today, of, of well, who let's is. let the people know then. Today we have Jeff Potter. He's the owner of the Skating Lab in Toronto, treadmill uh, facility. But way more than that, you'll hear that in our conversation, very detailed conversation around um you know skating performance and you know the the detail that goes into it all uh so great conversation with jeff uh he's a professional skate sharpener or hockey equipment consultant he has roles on the con- uh on the stop concussion foundation as well as the canadian standards association so he he seems like quite a notable figure around the the g here yeah he definitely uh he definitely knows his stuff um, yeah and the i mean I had re- never heard of treadmills or anything before my kids started playing. And then you'd hear a parent or two in the rink saying, right. Oh, I got my kids on the treadmill. And yeah. you're like, Oh, I wonder what that's all about. Um, yeah. And have you ever, have the boys ever done it? Yeah. Years ago, um, not in a couple of years, to be honest with you, but Ozzy yeah. did go do it out in Scarborough, I want to say, years ago. Yeah. Um, and did it once or twice at a, like an industrial facility that had a treadmill. It was pretty interesting, like really like a tough workout. It looked like really tough. Yeah. 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 The same. We had, we had our guys try it. Um, I think we were probably the same one. In yeah. But it was a nice setup. It was uh, Great setup. a, a, a big uh, like warehouse kind of thing. And um, my guys didn't love it, but, um, but I, th- I definitely know some kids that love it and go to it all the time. Yeah. Well, it seems like a great asset if you can make it to it. And it's um, it was really cool to hear about. So without further ado, let's let's go to that interview with Jeff. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome, Jeff Potter, owner of the Skating Lab in Toronto to our podcast. Uh, Jeff has expertise in skate sharpening, hockey equipment consultant, and also has roles on the Stop Concussion Foundation Board and the Canadian Standards Association. Jeff is a notable figure in the GTA hockey community. As owner of the Skating Lab, he also oversees Pro Skate Corner, his hockey skate maintenance business. So we're very excited to speak with Jeff today and the many contributions to the hockey industry. So welcome, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Uh, you know what? I, I watch your podcast. It's actually I love it. Like it's really good. Uh, great information. Some really good uh, people on it. Um, right. So I'm just really proud to be here. Yeah, no, we're glad to have you. We we like those compliments. Trust me, Puffy and I love compliments. <laughs> so appreciate you saying that. So, um, so to kick us off, how about you just give us a little overview of who you are and then also provide an overview of the skating lab in Toronto and how, you know, the main idea around the treadmill training plays a crucial role in skaters performance. Well, it's actually you're funny you say that because honestly, like we, we try and keep pretty low key. I mean, we have some great social media The the base of, of the skating lab is, is what it is, is trying to diagnose what some skating coaches, hockey coaches can't do on the ice because you just can't take one-on-one and, and break it down. Whereas what we can do is we can take it, break it down, um, slow motion on video, all kinds of stuff like that to, to really enhance what we're looking to try and fix in a skater stride. Um, all of our, uh, our staff are that do the training are kinesiologists, except for two part-time staff. Um, but they're, they're always, taught and trained by the, the main staff. Um, and then something really cool. So one of the skating coaches that we work with, uh, really well-known one, she's been asked to do this really cool thing where she's going to take an older gentleman from the media and take him and kind of like jazz it up and figure out what's wrong with his skating. And 
that that's going to be coming out soon and it's it's really really cool so i'm looking forward to helping working on that usually older gentlemen in the media i always turn to puffy puffy you didn't go do this did you <laughs> no this is not me i do i do i do need some work though i'm just trying to get my men's league numbers up so my skating could definitely use some improvement yeah, unless uh, you're so 65 it's not going to be you <laughs> no it's not I'm not quite there yet uh, so Jeff, how does treadmill training at the skating lab differ from traditional on ice training? I know uh, a lot of I mean, my kids both play and we've really gotten into using like figure skating coaches um, for helping with our stride and edges. Uh, what does advantages does uh, the treadmill offer in terms of biomechanical improvement and skill development? Great question. So I'll back up to using the, the figure skating coaches. Um, the best part about the figure skating coaches, in my opinion, is it's a great place to get the base from. If you have good base, good edges, good starts and stops, um, then you can easily transition to. Now, some of the, and oh, before I say that, some of the, the uh, figure skating coaches do work with stick, puck, and all that kind of stuff. Like, uh, can I mention names or no? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So it's only like like a like a Lisa Clark. Um, she she'll do she'll work with your stick and the puck and stuff like that as well. There's some that are just basically there just to teach you how to skate. Uh, there's Lauren Malad who I work with a lot in the summertime with some of the high end pro guys, um, and you know she just works on the edges and just tries to get you know your balance in the right spot. But again, she will do the same thing. She will send the people to us, and the reason that being is you can't slow it down as slow as we can on the treadmill to break down the, the, the stride. You can do it on ice and if it's one-on-one, -on -one, but that's super expensive. Like, you know, somebody like a Lauren or, or Lisa, they, they charge two fifty three hundred dollars an hour. Then you got to buy the ice. And now I'm not sure what the ice costs are. You guys may have a better idea. I don't really buy oh, much ice, but it's like 400 bucks. So now you're at seven fifty for an hour. At the most, we charge is fifty-six dollars. If you're paying the, you know, not buying a package, you're just buying the, the, the half-hour session. So the most you're ever paying is fifty-six dollars, and all of our instructors are have a hockey base and um, are kinesiologists, so they can break that down and figure out what the biomechanical problems are. Right on. Now, Jeff, I'm going to switch gears for a second because we first interacted when we did a little poll from uh, a question we had from one of our, our listeners uh, around laces, around wax laces right. or non-wax laces. And you wrote yep. to me on a DM and you said, we have some information about this actually that helps, uh, that I'd love to share. And that's how we ended up talking about it. So waxed or unwaxed, what's your opinion? Where are we going with this? What information do you have that you'd like to share with us about this, this controversial subject? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. It doesn't, there isn't a right or a wrong but it just depends on the skate. So if you have, for instance, you have a younger child um, and you want them to go into a less expensive boot because you know they're gonna grow quickly and you don't, you know you're gonna have to buy two pairs that year, you're more likely to get probably a semi-wax lace, not maybe not a full wax, but a semi-wax lace. There's a, a Gear Hello carries one of those. And that's just gonna hold, the other thing too on the trick on the lacing is you don't need to tie it up tight at the bottom. It's the top four laces that are important. Um, so basically if, if you're going with a semi-wax lace on a lesser expensive skate, it works great. Now I have, you know, one of our customers, Jeff Skinner comes in every summer and he has like the thin specific wax lace and he cranks the crap out of them all the time. 
just the way he likes it. When you get to the pros, I mean, like it's just just that way. Like some of the guys, like Patrick Kane, uh, you know, he's like a I believe it. Pretty sure it was a, a lightly waxed lace, but again, he's pretty snug all the way up. But um, there's a lot of guys, uh, you know, like Jack Hughes. Doesn't matter. Just put the laces in and just crank the crap out of them. And then there's like Owen Power. Um, he likes it a little bit looser, well, a lot looser at the bottom, and just does the top too tight, and that's it. So it's all over the board. There is no set um, set thing. I mean, we worked with Pavel Barber there, and we taught him that whole go back in the top eyelet thing. And for his skating, he just loves the extra knee bend that you can get. Owen Power took that, took the third eyelet right out, and does it does this uh, back in the two top eyelets, and he just gets even more flex. And that's how he was able to get over so much when he gets his stride. His stride is so long because he's got such big, long legs that, uh, you know, it just makes a difference on the type of skate that you're wearing. So inexpensive, you know, changing them up every, every cup, you know, every three, four five months when, when they grow, you're going to go with a semi wax lace and, uh, and you're going to have, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to probably do it the way we teach on the going backwards in the top pilot. If you just, if you have a nice comfortable skate that fits well, regular laces are just fine. Okay. Perfect. Sorry. I had no idea Sorry laces were so important. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is we did do a study on uh, on that on the treadmill, and we found that in a again a medium price boot. Um, I actually have the video somewhere on the on the Skating Lab website or on the Instagram. Um, we took a, a medium price boot. We put in. We left the original laces that were over a year old, and there was a five degree difference in the flexion. So the sideways um, when the boot was moving, it was actually five degrees more with the old lace then putting in a new waist and we use the semi wax just for example so we use that okay. semi wax lace and it, it straightened up the skate so if you figure you're you're pushing off and all of a sudden the boot is just sliding out and it's five degrees more you're losing power every stride huh wow there well puffy you're gonna t switch up your laces for beer league yes yeah, so i might have to go to the uh, wax that has semi wax yes. lace to get me more flexibility so i can really not toe pick into the corners next week. I like it. <laughs> um, so, Jeff, the concept of real time and delayed video monitoring is really intriguing. Can you explain how this aspect of training helps in analyzing and correcting a skater's stride? Ooh, that's a tough question. I'm not the expert on this, so I'll, I'll do my best. Um, I'm not one of the trainers, so, uh, but watching it and owning the business, I, I come to understand it a lot better. So, basically, it's a 30 to 30 to 45 second delay, depending on what we set it up at. So the, the skaters on the treadmill, they're doing their strides. They're, they're doing what they need to do. They get off and the coach can then turn to the television and go, okay, so see when you push back there, you know, this is going on, that's going on. Um, and it's just, you know, they, they can then correct it. So the next time they come around and the next time they get on the treadmill, they can fix what they were working on. And, or the coach can say to them, remember, we got to push a little harder from here. We got to land here. We want to try and land in the middle of the blade, um, push off more on your toe, not on your heel, whatever it might be. Got it. Perfect. So now with the, uh, the skating lab, many skaters reportedly, you know, from what we see on your website and on your Instagram, see changes in their stride, even after the first sessions uh, with, with your business. 
Can you share some examples or some success stories that highlight the impact of what you have with the treadmill training with the skills and skating skills that others have uh, taken there? Sure. So, um, uh, one of the, I guess the, again, we'll go to the, the more higher end player. Um, and, uh, what it is, is it's, it's not so much that we're going to fix, um, beginner skaters, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody that's new to the game. Um, maybe in a house league situation and it's not going to be somebody like that. It, somebody that's playing AAA that's already going to a skating coach that's, is doing all the stuff that they need to do to be better anyway, they're going to see a faster um, improvement versus somebody that's just learning on the treadmill or even learning in hockey. Um, and also depends on will and want. Like if they really, they want to get better, then they will get better quicker. Um, if they're just there to get some exercise and have some fun, then they're maybe not going to get as you know, better as fast. Um, an example would be Cole Lind, who uh, is in, on the AHL right now, uh, playing for Seattle. Uh, a few years ago, he was in Vancouver. Skating coach asked me to come take a look at him on the ice. I saw five seconds later, I was like, his skates are a size too big for sure. Pulled his skates off, his skates were two sizes too big. Um, came to the shop. We had Vancouver order some skates. They had him sent to the shop. We realigned the blades, did all that. We put them on the treadmill. If you go back, it's probably near the beginning of the uh, Instagram page. Um, you can see, I mean, it just, it looks kind of sloppy. Um, definitely doesn't look like a guy that plays in the AHL for sure. Like, you know, maybe triple A, uh, you know, 17 years old. Now he, at this time he's 20 years old or 19 years old and he's playing in the AHL and he was 278 or something like that in points in the AHL. And, um, we ended up working with him, did that. Uh, he was 14th in scoring on his team the following year, and or 8th in scoring on his team, and he was like in the top 50 in scoring in the league the next year. So all we did was figure out what skate fits him properly, figure out what the profile was, because you can see where they're landing on the blade on a side view with a slow-motion camera, um, see where they're landing. As, as we diagnose that, we adjust the profile. He goes and tries it on the ice. He says, yeah, that's great, or... I want a little bit more blade. Like we just worked with Patrick Kane on that. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I want more blade. Okay. Well, let's try this one. This is what Detroit's going to put you on just probably to start anyway. Um, uh, they were actually just here in LA and uh, he's like, nah, I, I had to go for a little bit more blade. I'm, I'm talking to Paul Boyer, the trainer. He's like, yeah, Jeff, you know, he just, he wasn't getting the speed that he needed um, to blow by guys. He was good. He was going by guys, but he wasn't getting the speed he had before. Um, but his blades were a mess. So we fixed them all up before he left for Detroit. Paul then took them and adjusted them slightly. And, and obviously he's doing pretty well. So, <laughs> um, you know, the same thing with, uh, with Cole Lynn, uh, you know, he actually, Cole actually reached out to me a few weeks ago when I was coming down here, um, and asked me to stop and talk to Connor Carrick because he was having an issue. And so we stopped and talked to Connor and got that all fixed up. So he's getting some new skates and blades and we're going to get him all fixed up as well. Perfect. That's great. That's really showing like the devil in the details of what you do, I think is really sort of one of the takeaways I'm getting from this conversation around, you know, what seems what, like for me, a very simple person to think about some of this stuff, but then to hear you speak only in the 14 minutes we've been on here is really see all the detail that goes in behind this that really just changes it by, you know, one, 2%, but that one, 2% over time really does increase the like, 
um, you know, the level of play that these people are doing. So it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, and the thing too is like, you know, I want, I want to have like a really interesting Instagram and, and, you know, Facebook page and, and have like some, some of this stuff that I'm talking about now um, with you guys. But unfortunately it's like, I just don't have time to do that and work with the kids to get them better. Like, um, you know, I know there's some pages out there that, Oh, we can do this for your profile. We can do that for your profile where we, we fit everybody and we're, we're the best in the business. Um, you know, I just, to be honest, I, I just think that you just got to prove yourself. And, you know, like with, when I got this call from the skating coach the other day, um, figure skating coaches, you guys were saying like, uh, they said, you know, Hey, they approached us about this or approached me about this idea about trying to make the skater better. Um, and you're my key guy for, for skates. And I've been working with a skating coach for a long time. So, you know, and you know, they're pretty high up there in the, in the skating world and in, in both hockey and figure. So, uh, you know, when she said, Hey, I want you to do this. I'm like, of course, hundred percent. Let's go. Let's get it done. So she sent me the pictures yesterday, the guy's skates. And I already see the major problem. And that is that the blades are actually reverse pitch. So there's more toe than there is heel. And, uh, once even just adjusting that is going to make a huge difference, but I can also tell that the skate doesn't fit them anymore either, that it's kind of broken down. So we're going to get them in some new skates. And I think he's going to see it. We'll have it on, everything will be on video and everything. So you guys will be able to see everything, but it's, it's going to be pretty cool. And we'll be able to do this for this guy and, and it's going to be pretty neat. But to be honest, it's, we can do this for anybody, right. um, for you guys, for the kids, whatever we do. I need all the help I can get. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Well, Jeff, actually, one more, one more thing is just on that is I, you're saying about just in a few sessions, um, I don't even know know the people that well, but um, some people reached out to me, Cat and Nat. They're on IG. Yep. They're supposed to be pretty yep. good. Um, so I don't know them very well, um, but they reached out and said, hey, we heard, we saw you about your place. We want to come and try it. So the one lady's son, Max, um, he's been there four times, and she's already – she's I can't believe the difference. He looks unbelievable. He changed his blades, changed his profile. Um, he did a little bit of work on the skates. And she, I asked her if I was okay to mention it today. She said, yeah, no problem. But um, she said, like, it's can't believe the difference in his skating already. And that's four sessions. Huh. But he's a good skater. So yeah. yeah. I think I actually saw that on their IG. I think they posted something recently, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Actually, possibly, but yeah. 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 So. Uh, so, Jeff, treadmill training is described as high-intensity interval training, mimicking the fast-paced nature of hockey. How does this approach help players make constant corrections and improve their skills in pressured game situations? So the main thing that we can work on, <clears throat> we only, we can't work on stopping obviously, because you can't stop in the treadmill when it's moving. Um, but the, you know, going forward, uh, you can, we can work on uh, where you're skating in a slow speed, like you're looking for the puck and you're see, you're seeing the puck in the corner and then we can speed it up as you speed up to catch the puck in the corner. We can do crossovers as we're getting there. We can do breakout from the zone. Um, some of our higher end clients will, will put the, a tether on the back of them and we'll gas them to start skating and then speed it up, you know, quicker and quicker and quicker as they're trying to break out, trying to come down the ice. So they're picking up the puck around the net They're They've got some resistance. So, you know, they, they see a guy behind them. So they're using that kind of focus to, to try and drive down the treadmill and, and get down the ice basically. Um, but the benefit is we can keep going. So if the ice is only 200 feet long, we can actually go 
500 feet and they can just keep going with the puck, whether they're not actually, you know, going 500 feet, but anyway, right. and give them yeah. the simulation of that. So they actually have to go farther to get what they're trying to get to. Well, perfect. Um, so just on that, I guess the commitment to the training process is emphasized uh, for optimal results. Obviously you put in the work, you're going to have better results. Can you elaborate on what kind of commitment entails and how it contributes to the success of athletes using the treadmill uh, at the skating lab? So again, it, it all depends on the, um, the level of play and level of commitment and what else they're doing. So in some cases we have guys that will be coming two to three times a week at a high and they play at a high level because they find that they get more, they get their cardio and then they get their, uh, their skating and they only work with a skating coach once a week. Then we'll have guys that work with a skating coach three times a week and only come to us once every two weeks. And this is at the high level, of course, at the AAA level. Um, and then as it goes down um, in levels, it, you know, it, it just depends. Like it, I would say probably like a single A, double A person that's really committed and wants to get better at their skating. The number one thing in hockey is if is skating. If you can't skate, it doesn't matter if you have the best hands in the world. You can't get down the ice, it doesn't matter. So um, basically what we try to do is just get <clears throat> that single A, double A kid house league kid, select kid to the next level. And for instance, you know, a perfect example would be Justin that works for us now. Um, he was skating with us when he, I believe it was his, he was like 13. And um, we did that. If you go on our uh, TikTok page, it's that million view uh, video. And we got a call the next day or he got a call the next day where uh, he was playing double a got a call for triple a the next day made the triple a team uh his minor midget year he played with don mills uh with shamar uh who ended up going to barry in the in the top uh, first round so you know and he's a good player and he's still playing triple a and um he's doing really well he's just happens to be a smaller guy but you know like one of the things is his speed his able his vision on the ice you know being a smaller guy he's just he's got great vision he's got great determination he's got great strength and and that's uh, just one of the benefits for, for him was being able to get on there, do some other things that you can't really do on the ice when there's, you know, 18 other guys, 17 other guys around and you're trying to do some dipsy doodle stuff. So, you know, it, it was good for him. And that's kind of, it's just, it's separate for everybody. Like the single A, double A guys, they can come once a week, once every other week and just kind of keep it in tune. We can right. correct issues if, if, as they go. And the triple A guys, you know, they, they need to put it into their program. Right. Nice. Well, we've heard that consistently on while we're doing this pod around, you know, you just got like learning, being the best skater or learn, really fine tuning your skating is really the core asset to hockey. And so that seems like uh, it's right up what you're talking about. And we've heard that pretty consistently. So when you're doing that, one of the questions we always ask people, uh, if you've followed the pod here is around music, and we always tie in a little music question at the end. So do you have music playing when they're on the treadmill? And if do, do you have a song that you realize that really turns people up and makes them put in the 110% or a little bit more? Is there, what is that thing that turns it up at the skating lab? So again, it, for the, for the guys that are just starting out, um, Jake, Jake usually has, um, uh, it's actually a good question because honestly, uh, before I would say I would prefer that the guys didn't have guys and girls that are training didn't have music on because I want them to concentrate on the on the kids 
Uh, that being said, we have had groups in where it's more of a fun thing and they just, we just say, Hey, what do you guys want to hear? Click on Spotify and then boom, put it in and they, they play what they want. Um, some of the older girls in the summertime when it's kind of more of a recreational, uh, get into in shape thing. Um, they just pick their playlist and play their playlist. Um, that kind of thing. But yeah, I, in particular me, I would just go with like Def Leppard or Queen or something, but, um, you know, <laughs> Perfect. Little old school Perfect. Stuff. the old hockey guys always have the same tunes. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, well, funny actually, thing to say yeah. that I used to be, I used to be the announcer for a team in Daytona beach. So oh, nice. <laughs> that sounds like a good gig. Um, yeah, it was. So, yeah, so we're, we're, the one other question I had, actually, I just wrote down as you're talking and as your intro is around your expertise as a skate sharpener. What, you know, can you give me a little insight as a naive person to skate? Because I just hand the skates over. They get sharpened at any given rink that I'm at and they hand them back and I hand them off to my son. What are you looking for in a perfect sharpen? Like what is a, a what are the details in the skate sharpening that, you know, you, we really should be aware of that are going on? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you want to make sure that they're using a thing called a level. So there's a little device where it checks the level and you want to make sure that they have that little, little tool. And if they have the level, that's, that's a good start because they know that they're actually checking to make sure both edges are exactly the same height. Um, because I, I've been researching this stuff for ages and ages and ages. I used to run national sports that we had at one point, 16 stores when we started 21 in the mid time. And then, 18 when I left um, and uh, Canadian Tire took over and they went to, you know, a different system and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, in speaking to uh, the president of national afterwards, he's like, you know, like kind of saved them in the pro shop division because a pro shop division, because uh, they were like number one in like all the, the sport checks and all that, they were number one in pro shop. Um, and so the, the thing for me is the level, the blades have to be level. If they're not level, it doesn't make a difference. Um, Number two would be making sure you're not rounding the toe, like changing the profile of blade uh, on every single pass. Um, again, there's companies out there that say, oh, we do this, we do that. Um, <clears throat> our our sharpening is the best out of anything. The, the only machine right now that will make sure that both blades are exactly the same every time is the new Elite machine that's been out for a couple of years now in the NHL. Uh, we got it uh, a year and a half ago. I've been researching it for five years. It has a computer that actually reads what's on the blade at the time. So even if it's off and it's not correct, it will sharpen the blade so they feel exactly the same every time. So, I mean, for the store here in LA, I did the same thing. We bought the same machine, brought it down here. It just so happens that the LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks bought the same machine about three months prior to us. So we all have the same machinery, exactly the same. So... You know, like whether you're you're playing pro in the LA area or in the Anaheim area, or you're coming to our shop down here, or you're coming to the shop at the skating lab, you're getting Toronto Maple Leafs were one of the first uh, to get it next to Montreal and Colorado. Colorado was using it when they won the cup. Now it's just it's the most right. accurate machine out there. Um, does it make a mistake every once in a while? Like if you have a bad wheel or something like that, sure. But so does every other skate sharpener out there. If you're getting them done by hand, you just got to make sure that they're not rounding off the heels and you got to keep the, the edges level. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Interesting. Be, yeah. Yeah. 
well, with that, I think that's uh, you know the time we had, Jeff. We really appreciate you making the time to come on here. I know you're down in LA right now, getting some stuff set up there. So we appreciate your early morning for us, um, and we look forward to hearing more about the Skating Lab, and and you know hopefully more people hear about it from here and get to check it out. So thanks very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate being on, and uh, look forward to you guys stopping by. We will. We will. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was a great uh, interview with Jeff. He might have sold me an elite machine. I yeah, don't know I think how much they're going to cost, but they yeah. they uh, they sound like the thing we all need uh, to get our kids that next level. I think it goes LA Kings, Anaheim Ducks, Skating Lab, yeah, the East Enders, right? Yes, are all going to have these elite machines. Well, we we did have uh, the Sparks machine out uh, during right. our last tournament. I wouldn't bring so, that up. If, so I didn't bring that up with Jeff. Yeah, I like sure bringing that up with Jeff. Yeah, he felt like seem, the wrong thing. Yeah, he didn't seem. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm going to guess he wouldn't have thought the Sparks was up to snuff. No, but, even um, the name Sparks versus Elite. Yeah, Elite does seem. I think we need. We might need to take it to the next level and get that yeah. Elite machine uh, bench side for the kids. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so that was a great interview with Jeff. Lots of detail in there. Like we said, lots of detail on what he uh, provides to the uh, hockey community. And um, it's really around sort of the devil in the details. I keep saying that on this one where, you know, you can be a great, good hockey player, but to be a great hockey player, it's paying attention to those little things that I think really help you. And I think Jeff has a really good uh, concept of what that is and, and where that can, where can that can take place. So look at, it was great to have Jeff. Also learned a little bit more about waxed and unwaxed laces, which was yes. one of our, and the next one I have, what we'll have for next one is the stick flex. I want to talk about that next time. We, we need talk to about talk that about with Jeff, stick, but we got to talk about stick flex. Um, so other than that, I think that's all we have for this episode of to the ring podcast. Jeff, thanks so much for joining. We really appreciate it. Hope a lot of people go check out the skating lab puff. Have a great week. Stop. Thanks again. Please. Everyone listen to us on Spotify, Apple, follow us on Instagram or YouTube. We appreciate the comments, review, share it away, and uh, yeah, have a great week of hockey. Puff, anything else? That's everything, yeah. Just have a good week of hockey. It's busy time. Back at it, so uh, let's get some Ws. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.